Hello, everybody. Surprise, surprise. We're actually doing another episode. I know we said last episode would probably be our last. This one, episode 19, might be our last. We never know. So, <laughs> might be. Welcome to the number one listened, number one rated podcast on our street, Unchecked Baggage. I'm sitting across from my soon to be naked co host, Lena. I'm not going to be naked. Oh, one way or the other, you will be naked. I think yeah. it's pronounced naked. Naked. That's what I said. Anyway. You're saying it wrong. Okay, so today's episode will be about my favorite holiday, Valentine's Day. So we're going to talk about how it started, why we celebrate it, and ways to celebrate it, and much, much more. Or maybe not. Maybe that's all we're going to talk about. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. You know, I've been so busy lately that I haven't even had time to keep up with all the latest world events and stuff like that. Why have you been so busy? And we do a podcast. I don't even know what's going on in the world. Yeah, that's true. You are out of the loop. I've just been working a lot and I have to do stuff around the house and I don't have time to sit in front of the TV or be on my laptop all the time. Well, lucky for you, there's an app for that. Really? There's an app for everything. <laughs> there is. It's called Newsly. Newsly. Yeah. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. I wonder how many voices they used before they decided to do a human voice. I don't know. What do you think the other options were? Maybe Goatman, <laughs> Sasquatch. Well, for the first time in, in the history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcast, Unchecked Baggage, is there too. Yes. So download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly, that's N-E-W-S-L-Y dot M-E, or from the link in the description, and use promo code BAGGAGE that would also put <laughs> that I'll also put in the description and receive a one month free premium subscription. But it's free just to have it. Yeah. 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 The pay yeah. subscription that you pick certain stores you want. Yeah. The app is free. Uh, but if you want the premium, then I think it doesn't have ads and stuff like right. that and you get some more features, but I've used the free version and I really like it. It's nice. I like the English lady's voice. That's not surprising to me. <laughs> so download the app. Thanks, everybody. We're back. So let's talk about how Valentine's Day started. So I got a bunch of info from a few different sites. All the sh links are in the show notes at the bottom. I went to about eight different sites, so I just kind of combined them all together. Um, so Valentine's Day is a is a time to celebrate love and romance. So from what I found on the Internet, the origins of Valentine's Day is actually pretty brutal and bloody. Ew. So, so yeah. Yeah, you didn't, nobody knew that, I bet. So in ancient Rome, men would celebrate by literally hitting on women. So they like would. Hitting them? Yeah, hitting them. So they would slaughter goats and dogs. And then they would hit the women with the hides of those animals that just killed. Gross. Yeah. And women would line up for that because they thought it made, it made them fertile. That's weird. Yeah. So for two days on, on, they would do this for two days on the 13th to the 15th. They celebrated a feast called Lupercalia. Okay. I think, I think that's Lupercalia. Lupercalia. Okay. So there. Or I may be wrong. That's what it's, that's what it's called. So I think if, as I was doing this, the word romantic 
probably came from this. If you combine Romans and lunatics together, romantic. <laughs> because maybe think about it. Okay. Also, another thing that goes back to the Romans is Emperor Claudius II executed two men on February 14th in different years in the third century. And then the Catholic Church used those deaths as mart used them as martyrs to celebrate Saint Valentine's Day. So oh. that might have been where Saint Valentine's got its name. Uh I thought I read something else about Saint Valentine because Saint Val wasn't Saint Valentine the guy that uh he would marry people in secret because well, that's also part of it too. This is just oh, the okay. beginning of it. Yeah. There's, that, there's a whole bunch. Of, so there's that. And then the guy who went to jail and got killed. That's St. Valentine. Yeah. And he wrote a letter to somebody. Yeah. It's that too. <laughs> so it's a whole bunch of stuff. We just have all the facts for you it's guys. A, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Also, when Shakespeare started writing about it, it made it more, it made it a sweeter holiday. Oh, did he? Yeah. So when he started writing about it, then everybody, instead of hitting people with dead animal skin, <laughs> <laughs> they were, they made it sweeter. So, and then in, in medieval times, people started making handmade cards. Okay. And then in 1840, a woman named Esther A. Howland, she started mass producing cards. So I guess she would just hand, I guess, handwriter, typewriter, whatever they use in 1840. Would you or, like it if I, if I made you a handmade card? Sure. A little feather, one of those feathers, you dip it in the ink and you would write love notes. Oh. You know, back in 1840s. I don't know. How from to a do dead that. bird. So many, many people consider her the mother of American Valentine's Day. You know that. It's all her fault. All yeah. the commercialism. Well, no, not until 1913. Hallmark started mass producing cards and Valentine's Day hasn't been the same. <laughs> yep. Blame it on Hallmark. So how big is Valentine's Day? So in 2020, Americans spent $27.4 billion on Valentine's Day. That's ridiculous. 2.4 billion of that was in just in candy. Just in candy. Oh my gosh, we're so fat. Yeah, and got bad teeth. Then it's probably love the holiday. Also, men spend around two hundred and ninety one dollars compared to women who spend a hundred and six. I think that's a little but men want to get laid, they spend more money. <laughs> I'm spending zero dollars this year. <clears throat> Are you? Yeah. So just so you know, me you and Lena have been to you don't like it whenever I get you presents. Me and Lena have been together for nine Valentine's Day, so I'm getting her nine presents. <laughs> she already got two of them already. Yeah. I saved the biggest two for the last. I really like the one you gave me today. It's yeah. really cool. Well, I'll give you something else later. <laughs> the one I got today, it's a rose that stays alive for a year. Yep. Mm -hmm. So cool. It's a Franken rose. <laughs> like Frankenstein. Yeah. I got okay. It. Okay. I got it. I so got it. here's a few interesting things I found out about Valentine's Day. Okay. So Americans send over 145 million Valentine's cards each year. That's a lot. The first heart-shaped box of candy was made in 1861. Do you know that? I did not know that. Here's one I thought was really interesting. The conversation hearts, you know, those little heart things with the sayings on them. Mm -hmm. They started out as lozenges in 1847 mm. by a Boston pharmacist, Oliver Chase. Who invented a machine that produced lozenges, mass producing them, mass production wise. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then his brother in 1866 started the sayings on the candies, but the candy, the sayings were like four sentences. I don't know how they did <laughs> they that. They must have been huge. So this company is, is Neko. You ever, you know, the Neko candy? Yeah. That's, that's the company that this was. And then, uh, in 1902, they started shaping them like hearts. Okay. 
So today, over 8 billion conversation hearts are made a year. Wow. And I believe in 19, in, uh, 2019, mm-hmm. uh, the company didn't make them that year because they were going through, uh, bankruptcy. And they started making them again in 2020. Oh, that's why I couldn't get any. I love mm-hmm. those little yeah. conversation hearts. Oh, I love hearts. them too. Now the sayings are just like, be mine. Mm-hmm. Before that, they were big, long sayings. I mean, I really, if they were like four sentences, how big were those hearts? I have no idea. I have no idea how they did it. Um, today over 8 billion, com- oh, I said that, sorry, 6 billion, 6 million couples getting engaged on Valentine's Day. That's so that's like the, one of the biggest engagement things. And then over 73% of men buy flowers. So 73% of men give flowers for Valentine's Day. So that's a that's, very generic That's gift. pretty spare. That's not even, that's, pff, here's some flowers. <laughs> Also, you bought me Valentine's flowers for Valentine's but Day. But I haven't lately. We just talked about one that you gave me yeah, today. Yeah, I gave you a one flower that lasts a year. These yeah. flowers die in three days. Yeah. Let's say uh, February 14th is a busy day for restaurants. So it's the second busiest day of the year behind only Mother's Day. Uh oh. Really? Mother's Day is the. Mother's Day. Yeah, you think about bu- the yeah. busiest for restaurants. How many times have we gone? Remember when we used to go to brunch sometime before your Mother's Day? Yeah. Where everybody would meet. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, experience gifts are on the rise. And so in 2017, 40% of consumers told the National Retail Federation they wanted an experience gift, aka tickets to a concert, tickets to or outdoor activity, or to a, whatever, to an event instead of an actual present. Those are actually my favorite kind of gifts. Yeah. They wanted to go somewhere. Cause I'm going through this whole decluttering the house thing and I don't want a whole bunch of things that just, junk up the house more. So this is actually a popular gift for millennials. So 45% of people ages 18 to 24 and 40% of people ages 25 to 34 said they plan to give experiences for Valentine's day. Good. Yeah. That's cool. Cause yeah. you, that gives you memories. You take, yeah. You can take pictures and that. So there's also a couple of things that happen on Valentine's day in 1876. 29-year-old Alexander Graham Bell applied for his telephone patent. Did you say Alexander Graham Bell? Yeah. Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell. That's his name, Alexander Graham Bell. So he applied for a telephone patent. Then, about 50 years later, the patent for penicillin was done on Valentine's Day. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. How you know romantic. That? Right. Okay. And then uh, also, whether it's because they're single or think the holiday is beyond cheesy, 49% of adults surveyed by National Retail Federation in 2019 said they're not going to celebrate the day of love. Mm. But they may treat themselves to a small gift of a night out with friends and family, but they're not going to really celebrate Valentine's Day. How many, what percent did you say? Uh, it said 49% of adults surveyed. Oh, so half of people aren't Basically, celebrating. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people that don't. They, it's, I, I Even really, couples. Yeah, I really enjoy Valentine's Day, but I can totally understand why somebody wouldn't. So I found an article on Bustle.com. It's called Six Reasons Valentine's Day is Worth Celebrating. Six reasons, not 69 <laughs> reasons. No, just six. Number one, Valentine's Day has a fascinating history. Some say that it actually, and this is what Rob was talking about earlier, but also some say that it actually is just the Christianization of the earlier pagan celebration of Lupercalia. Um, so the whole St. Valentine's thing was just 
taking over something that was already done previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course that was all about fertility of crops and Roman women. And apparently women getting hit with gross animal hides. Goats so, and dog animal hide. Ew, but that's kind of cool history. All right. Number two, it's an excuse to dress up and go out with friends. So even if you don't have a significant other that you celebrate Valentine's day with, it could be a fun time to go out with your friends. Uh, number three, or to stay in and relax. So maybe you just hang out by yourself, have a glass of wine, have a bubble bath. Watch Valentine's Day movies. Yeah. Number four, it's an excuse to buy yourself a present. Buy yourself a gift. I've been doing that lately and I really like it. I like buying myself gifts. <laughs> you do buy yourself a lot of gifts. I have been lately because as I meet my goals, <laughs> I'm like, I'm rewarding myself. Number five, if you're in a relationship, it's a chance to treat your partner. That's what Rob always does for me. Treat my partner? Yes, you treat me. I I love that. I do. You're so romantic. I try. Number six, love is always worth celebrating. So I, I took a quote here. Quote, as commercialized and materialistic as Valentine's Day has become over the years, at its core, it's really all about celebrating love. Whether you're currently in love, you've never been in love, or being in love has always ended painfully for you, the fact is there's really nothing more universally human than love. Love inspires some of the best books, films, songs, and paintings. Love creates families. Love defies logic. Sometimes love really fucking sucks. But love is kind of inevitable, and I think we can all agree that it's worth celebrating. I think sometimes you can create a fan without love. That's just <laughs> sex. Yeah, I guess you can. I mean, but I, I see the point, yes. Right. Love is worth celebrating, and just because you celebrate Valentine's Day doesn't mean that you're not appreciating your partner throughout the year, because I think that's a that's one of the big arguments. So, I You was, have the people that say, I don't need Valentine's Day to... to Show my partner that I love them. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Exactly. No. So that day, maybe you just go out to dinner then. That's an extra day. Yeah. I always try to see both sides of an issue. And the truth is that there are a lot of people that don't even think that Valentine's Day is something to celebrate. So in the spirit of fairness, I found another bustle.com article called why strong couples don't need to celebrate V day. Hmm. First, vagina I, day. <laughs> no. First, I have to say that the writer of this article writes a bit like a jaded, cynical asshole, but the article makes some good points to consider. So number one, they don't need romance to be forced. So this is why strong couples don't need to celebrate. It goes back to the whole, I show my partner, I love him all the time. Right. They don't need romance to be forced. Number two, spontaneous affection is way more fun. That's true. That is true. Yeah. It's true if you buy... If I brought you a gift for no reason, mm-hmm. that would mean more to you than, oh, it's Valentine's Day. What's he going to get me? So I, I that that's true. Yeah. You can do both. You can do both. Exactly. You yeah. can do both. Number three, Valentine's Day is a ridiculous ripoff, which is absolutely true. Do you know that they totally increase the prices of roses? They double. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's insane. Number four, the holiday becomes oh, – wait, sorry. The holiday comes with unfair pressure. Quote – it's becoming a thing to share your Valentine's Day haul with your friends and coworkers the following day. Like the tangible goodies matter more than the person you're with. What did you get? Oh, really? I got a diamond necklace. Strong couples are above this ish. Well, I don't, 
maybe when you're younger, but I don't ever say this is what I got for Valentine's Day. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes you post it on Facebook, but it's not like, oh, look what he got me. Look what he got me. Look what he got me. I yeah. Don't, I don't know if that's as much as you get older than it is when you're younger. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering if the writer of this article was not probably very, very young. Number five, crowds are not romantic. That's true. Well, no, but I mean, if you go to, if you go to a nice restaurant, like a French restaurant, most French restaurants are just naturally romantic. There could be 20 other couples in there spread out, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't make it less romantic. If you go somewhere that, that, um, where you make reservations, (laughs) it's not like you're sitting there waiting for McDonald's. Yeah. The crowd at McDonald's, that's not romantic. Number six, there are many other special days to celebrate instead. Quote, the first time you and your significant other kissed or had sex or said, I love you. Those are the days that should be marked on the calendar and celebrated between the two of you. Strong couples know this. And Valentine's Day is the least important love day on the list. Yeah, but you can do all of that. Right. You can do all of that. I agree. You can. Number seven, it's such a crappy day for singles. (laughs) Well, that's not our fault. I'll get into that later. Oh, will you? Okay. Number eight, they know romantic love is not the only important love. Okay. What? But like. What other kind of love is there? Like friendship I mean like the love you have for your, yeah, your friends or your kids. Oh, I guess kids, yeah. Your mother. I guess you're not romantically. (laughs) Unless you live in Arkansas, you're not really romantically in love with your mother. Rob, we need more listeners. We don't want to exclude an entire state. Arkansas doesn't even have internet. They. Number nine, it's just a day like any other. Number ten, typical Valentine's Day gifts kind of suck. Yeah, you have to be creative. You have to be kind of creative. Like I try not to. You've made comments about, oh, I guess you're gonna get me another picture to hang on the wall. So I, <laughs> so I tried the this year. I tried to stay away from that. Well, you went through that period where every gift for gosh, at least five or six or seven gifts in a row were things to hang, hang on the on wall. The, I know that I know. were, that were all, um, I listen to what you say. They were all personalized. And one of them he gave me, he put, it was supposed to be our wedding date and it was two years off. Yeah. And I was like, what happened in 2016? Yeah. I was on my phone and I did that. So yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this year yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, Don't tell me. Better gifts. Oh, okay. I, I like surprises. Uh, number eleven. Sometimes it's more fun to boycott societal norms. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm a let's, rebel. Let's be a rebel. Yeah, <laughs> I don't celebrate any holiday. Look at me. I'm so cool. <laughs> number twelve. Because having a Valentine is a meaningless, superficial goal. Quote: Having a roof over your head, money to buy your food. Your health, good friends, reliable family members, all of this is far more important than having a date on a specific day each year. Strong couples know the value in the truly important things and know how lucky they are to have the things that matter. I think I picture this guy, if it's a guy writer, he smokes clove cigarettes probably. I think it was a woman if I Oh, and then she smokes clove cigarettes. I don't know. I just think that what the writer is hoping to accomplish with this article is to make people feel stupid if they enjoy celebrating Valentine's Day because obviously they're not cerebral or intellectual enough to understand how strong a strong couple is really supposed to behave. But I think she misses the entire point. For people like us that like to celebrate all of the holidays, it's not like we're doing that instead of all of the other day-to-day meaningful things, you know? We're doing it in addition to. And this author 
to me just comes off as pretentious and judgmental in my humble opinion. Well, this, this, this goes to my point of there are couples who have a relationship where they only have sex probably on one of their birthdays, Valentine's day, their anniversary and like that. So a lot of, some people, probably a small majority, these are the holidays where they have sex. So, so that's, that's like their only romantic time. Yeah. Some. Yeah. I don't know the actual numbers. I had to look, but I bet you it's like 10 or 15% of couples that only have sex on these certain days. It's my anniversary. It's my birthday. What do you want? I want to have sex. Valentine's day. Here's your flowers. Here's your candy. Let's have sex. Yeah. So yes, it makes sense. But I, more people don't, I mean, that's probably a very low majority. Minority. I say that if you enjoy Valentine's Day, whether in a relationship, single or whatever, you do you. Enjoy all the fun things that life has to offer. Okay. So here's a fun fact that goes with what you said earlier. Okay. So a fun fact. There's an official Valentine's Day alternative for singles. Is there? Yes. It's called International Quirky Alone Day. It's a holiday for single people on the same date. The holiday isn't an anti-Valentine's Day event, but rather a moment to celebrate self-love. I love self-love. <laughs> I bet you do. Oh, wait. Maybe that's something different. And platonic relationships. International Quirky Alone Day has been celebrated globally since 2003. That's nice. I just I, – I don't think that Valentine's Day necessarily excludes singles. I mean – No, there was, just... there was a show, The Office – Mm-hmm. And it's called, what is it called? Galentine Day? Galentine's Day. And yeah. that actually, from the show, now people celebrate that, which I'm guessing is just women friends that get together and cackle. We don't cackle. <laughs> okay. So I, I looked up, I wanted to see what some things that happened on Valentine's Day. Okay. All right. Tell the, me what happened on Valentine's Day. So one of the most famous things that happened on Valentine's Day is the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. So for people that don't know, that's Al Capone, who was in charge of the south side of Chicago, was at war with an Irish guy on the north side of Chicago. And basically, Al Capone sent his hitmen into a garage, three of them dressed as cops, put everybody up against the wall, shot them all with machine guns. Oh, Al Capone did that? Yes, Al Capone did that. And they never they never actually found out who the actual killers were. I obviously don't keep up with gangster news. I didn't know yeah, that. I thought it was actual cops. No, no, they were dressed as cops. So that's oh, why they let them, that's how they okay. got in. I didn't know that. Also, Oregon became a state in 1859 on Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. Arizona became a state in 1912 on Valentine's Day. Hmm. And then probably the second most famous person that has to do with gangsters, Jimmy Hoffa was born in 1913 on Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day would be a nice day to have your birthday on. I think so too. So how is Valentine's Day celebrated around the world? So I got this from an article in Babel magazine. In Japan, women are the ones who give chocolate to men on February 14th. There are special kinds of uh, inexpensive uh, giri choco or obligation chocolate that they give (laughs) to their platonic friends to let them know where they stand. The nicer stuff is reserved for romantic partners. Okay. Then on March 14th, or white day, men up the ante and shower women with even fancier girls in chocolate. Oh, or gifts in chocolate. So a month later. Yeah. March 14th. In America, we call that steak and blowjob day. In Japan, the men just give the women. They do it backwards. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Valentine's Day was once kind of violent in France. So back in the day, France would hold a La Terre de Amour, which is a matchmaking lottery where basically men would shout to women, Across the street. 
That's how they, they just shot at each other. So it was a lottery? Yeah, they would, they would, uh, do a matchmaking lottery in which the men and women would shout to each other from houses across the street and then pair off. Men had the option of ditching their date for another if they weren't feeling it. And the leftover women would get together, burn pictures of their lovers who spurned them and vent their anger around a bonfire. Okay. Eventually, French, the French had to, government had to ban the event. Let's just say that as far as traditions go involving Valentine's Day around the world, this one got a little out of hand. Probably got violent. People oh. hitting each other. Yeah. Okay. Germans love pork so much. They give each other pigs, not real ones. But little trinkets. You know how you see all the cupids there in Valentine's Day here? Mm-hmm. So in Germany, you see little toy pigs. Okay. Weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just realized that you missed the most important to me Valentine history piece during your telling of the history. Um, so I just wanted to um, say that St. Valentine, he was a priest in the third century in Rome and Emperor Claudius II, who was reigning at that point, he wanted all Roman soldiers to be single. Um, so he outlawed marriage altogether because he thought that soldiers made better soldiers if they weren't married and didn't have kids. So he totally outlawed marriage. And what Valentine did was he performed marriages in secret in defiance of the law and he was ultimately put to death for that by Claudius II. Okay, I read that, but I didn't. I don't know why I didn't put it in my history. <laughs> That's okay. I, I remember, just wanted. I remember that story. I remember reading that story. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I think it's. I, I mean, there's the whole Lupercalia thing, and then this, and I think it all just kind of um, builds up to be what Valentine's Day is today. Yeah. Yeah. It the, did start out dark, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Really did. So I found some fun Valentine's Day trivia. Do you want to try and get guess some of the answers? Sure. Alrighty. Okay. Your first trivia question. Before X stood for a kiss, what did it represent at the end of a letter? Uh, a cross. That's my final answer. Yeah, that was actually right. Did you read my Trivia. Not, I, I saw that in my studying though. Oh, okay, I was going to okay. use that and I found that in one of the, in my fun facts I was looking for it, but I didn't use it. Okay. Well, do you know this one? Cupid has what name in Greek mythology? I don't know that one. Eros. Huh. In Roman mythology, Cupid is the son of whom? Hercules. No. <laughs> Venus. Oh, okay. Wearing your heart on your sleeve has origins from honoring which Roman goddess? I read this. I don't remember because they would actually put their heart on their sleeve of a, like a, some kind of fake heart or whatever it was on their sleeve, but I don't know the answer of the goddess. Juno. Okay. In the Victorian era, mean-spirited Valentine's Day cards were called blank Valentines. Fuck Valentines? <laughs> Vinegar Valentines. Oh, really? Yeah. Who wrote the oldest known Valentine's Day message? Uh, St. Valentine, when he's in prison, right? Didn't he write a letter to somebody and then uh, the guard took it to the girl? That's not what this says. Okay. <laughs> This says, this says it was the Duke of Orle- Orleans. Orleans? 
Orleans. I don't know. O R L E A N S. New Orleans. Uh, no, just oh. Orleans. Oh, uh, maybe Orleans. Okay. I thought I read about somebody in prison that wrote a letter to some girl, and that's how the whole gift card thing started. So maybe that gets. I get that story mixed up with something else. I, I think this is the person because okay. um, the next one is from where was the oldest known Valentine's Day message sent? Prison. And the yes, the answer is prison. So it must have been the Duke of Orleans. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's see. Very last one. When was the oldest known Valentine's Day message written? What year? I don't know. Third century, sometime. Fourteen fifteen. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. There are a ton of these. I've actually got this linked in the show notes too, and it's actually quite interesting to read through all of these. All right. So I, I found some unique things you can do on Valentine's Day. I got this from an article in Oprah Daily. Okay. So one of the things you can do is take a cocktail class together. It seems like that's a thing for every holiday that I've found so far. Things to do. Take oh, a really? Co- yeah. Take a cocktail and class. And we've never done it. We yeah. need to do that. I would love to take a cocktail making uh, class. Watch a Valentine's Day movie. Uh, get a couple's massage. Mm-hmm. Breakfast in bed. Take a scenic train ride. I want to do that. Take a scenic train ride? Yeah. Yeah, so do I. That'd I, be fun. I found a place we can do it. Really? Yeah. Have a cook-off. So... What you do is you give each person gives one person a basket and says, here's your basket. Make something what's in this basket. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Uh, go on a hike. Hopefully both of you come back. <laughs> dark. Have a, have Very an at, dark. Have an at home trivia night. We just, like we just did there. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to psychology today, the what? bond, the psychology. <laughs> According to psychology today, the bond that forms from teamwork releases the brain chemical oxytocin in humans, which is also linked to experiences of empathy, generosity, and orgasms. So if you want to have a good orgasm, have trivia first, I guess. Okay. (laughs) Uh, There's an app called House Party that you can use to get questions from. Oh, okay. I haven't used that. Or something, or Jack in a Box game, Jack, Jack Box games to recreate the pub feel at home. So you can... Pull up a game and then that way you can have random questions that you don't know what they're going to Oh, be. I love those little yeah. trivia things at the bar. Okay, so let's talk about some of our past Valentine's Day memories. You're okay. going to have to jog my memory because right. I am, I'm so bad at so remembering what we did and when. One of them we went to, we went to the, the guy who sounded like Frank Sinatra, who did the Frank Sinatra show, mm-hmm. like the whole big band thing, Ricky Derrick at a little, at oh, a little theater, remember? Yes, that was nice. We had dinner first and went there. Yeah, okay. I love that. But the best one. Good job on that. It was. The best one is whenever I was getting a divorce. I wasn't completely divorced, I don't think. No, Maybe you I were. Was. I was, I was. No, you were divorced. So I, t- I took my ex-wife to small claims court because uh, her boyfriend was supposed to do some plumbing work and didn't do it for nine hundred dollars. Because she was living in Rob's my house. house. She was living in my at house. The time. Yeah, yeah, it was a really long so, weird story. I left nine hundred dollars for a plumber to come by. Her boyfriend basically said he could do it. Never did it, and I wanted my money back. They wouldn't give it to me. And, and not only did he not do it, but he also dug a big yeah, ass hole, fucking hole in the middle of the kitchen, right in the middle of the kitchen, in front of the sink and the stove. Yeah, a big huge hole, and just left it. So I took him to small claims court. And I got a call at work one day from producers of a, of a show called Hot Bench. Mm-hmm. It was a new judge show that was judge, done by J- Judge Judy. So basically, it's three judges. They said, "Hey, but how would- Judge Judy isn't one of the yeah. judges." So it's, basically, they said, "How would you like to come on the show? We'll pay for your flight here. 
We'll give you money to spend every, for two days to eat on or whatever. We'll put you up in a hotel. And if your wife loses the case, we pay the fine. I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. Sure. But I said, your, we can I, your yeah. ex-wife, ex-wife, sorry, ex-wife. ex-wife. Okay. Ex-wife. But I said, we already have plans to go to New Orleans that week. And the producer's like, don't worry about it. We'll fly you from LA to New Orleans. And I was like, okay, we got a whole week, half the week in LA, half the week in New Orleans. So we fly out there, get there the first day, stay at a hotel, get dinner. So the next day we go for the taping. We're sitting in this big green room about to go on. And then the producer comes in and says, here's all the stuff we're going to talk about. And they threw in all these questions for effect. Like, are you taking your wife, to, ex-wife to small claims court because she's in love with somebody else? I'm like, no, <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. I just want my $900 back. So anyway, I get in front of the judges. They ask me all these stupid questions and I lose the case. And I think I lost the case because they knew they had to fly me from LA to New Orleans, which is probably pretty expensive. Yeah. And these people are, they're not actually real judges. No, they were judges. Uh, no, they're not. It's not like a, it's not a real, um, court proceeding. It's a, it's, it's not a real court proceeding, but they were all judges at some one point or the other. Oh, maybe at some point yeah, in their lives, but, but they're I'm, not like, it's not like they're a judge in that city or anything like that. Right. They're not real judges right now. They're TV judges. And so they're, um, they're not, they don't always go exactly by the law. And and then when I left, you know, they asked the question about what you think of the case? I was like, I, I got ripped off. It was stupid. So I don't, I think that's the reason why the show never aired is because they didn't like the answer they gave at the end. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, it was worth it though, because we got to drive up the coast. Remember we drove up the coast. Yes. And we rented a car, drove up the coast the, the day we didn't do anything. They put us up. What well, we were there? Two days, two, two, two nights and three days, I think. Something we like paid, that. we paid for an extra night. Right. Yeah. We stayed another at night at the hotel at the airport so that we could get on the plane and fly to New Orleans, which is a long flight. And then we spent the next three days, which was the weekend in New Orleans, uh, basically around Mardi Gras or whatever. Yeah. We were there for Mardi Gras. Ah, uh, it was so much fun. Even though the city stunk and the ground was sticky, <laughs> we did have to, we did have to pay $5 to use the bathroom at Wendy's. So I think it was Burger King. No, it was Wendy's. Are you sure? Yeah. They had it upstairs and you go, the bathroom's upstairs. We had to pay $5. Mm-hmm. So it was gross. I recommend going to New Orleans, but not during Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. I love New Orleans. So that's, that's our best Valentine's Day, I think, besides the little, uh, one time we went to, uh, Fr- Fredericksburg and we got the bed and breakfast. The first time we went, that little, mm-hmm. had the old Tommy phone. Yeah. It was like in the kitchen area, like the garage. And then we had, that breakfast the next day. Oh, I loved that place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. You just reminded me that I, I love that. I always forget what we like. I, I remember the things we do, but I can't ever remember what occasion it was for. You got anything else to add? I do not. Have you got anything, any Valentine's day memories to talk about? I don't because like I just said, I can't remember what happened and when. I mean, that's the only <laughs> ones I can remember is the, that one, which is the best one. The most of the time we don't, we don't go anywhere really. All right. So I have a joke. It's a COVID joke. Oh, so no, yeah, no it's, it's, COVID it's, yeah. jokes. So anyway, the, the, these two neighbors, they were locked in their house for COVID and they both go out to get the paper. David looks over at Tom and says, Hey Tom, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. How's your wife doing? And, and, and Tom said, my wife's in the garden. And he goes, well, the neighbor said, I was just back there in the garden. I didn't see her. And he said, we'll look deeper. That's not a COVID joke. Yeah, it is. They were locked in the house for a year for COVID. The husband got tired of her and killed her and put her in a garden. That's why he said, look deeper. 
terrible. Yeah. It's not even funny. Cobra's not funny, babe. <sighs> thank you. So, thank you guys for listening. I'll be here all week. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to us. For relationship advice or to tell us how great we are. I'm not going to say it's going to be good advice. It, it may not be, but it will be advice. Please email us. I can't talk. Email us at unchecked.af at gmail.com. We can also be found at unchecked.baggage.co on Facebook by searching at unchecked.af. Our Twitter handle is at unchecked.baggia1 or search unchecked.af on Instagram. And we're now on TikTok. Search for unchecked baggage, one word. Thank you to Jessica at Jesse B Creative for our awesome cover art. And thanks to everyone for listening to Unchecked Baggage. Hopefully we'll have episode 20. We don't know yet. It's day to day. TBD. Bye. What?